Shit, is this on? Do you think they can hear us? I fucking hope so. <laughs> hey besties, welcome back to We Fucking Hope. I'm your co-host, Soph. And I'm your other co-host, Viv. Guys, what's happening? I don't know. <laughs> it's I'm... been three weeks in a row of us in your ears. We yeah. love it. Are you excited? I just still can't believe it's season three already. I, I it's something I just can't comprehend that we're in three seasons now of our show. I know. I think it's just because of two, when we started season one, it was so long ago. Yeah. And then we took quite a bit of a larger break. Yeah. But, it, you know, we had a lot for going reasons. on. For reasons. Yeah. For important reasons. We had a lot going on. But it's just the fact that we got season two out of the way so quick and we immediately jumped into season three. Yeah. Like, this feels good. It does feel good. I feel very good with the consistency aspect. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us. Staying consistent. Staying consistent. So this episode today, we're talking all about when you learn how to let go, when to let go, and how to move on. Yes. Super important. So knowing when to let go, tell me more about that. How do you know when it's the time to let go? I don't think I understood the concept of letting go fully until recently. And I'm going to be honest, until I realized that there's no point in living in the past because then you're missing the present and you're going to miss the future and you can't do anything about the past or situations that you can't help. So why would I hold on to it? So it's it's like you're holding on to this so hard that you're missing everything else. Yeah. So the way I know when it's time to let go is if I am dwelling on that so much that I can't be present in my current life. That makes sense. I would. I think also too is kind of knowing why you're holding on to yeah, whatever that totally. is. Because so I read a book called The Mountain Is You by Brianna West. I read a little bit of that too. That was a good book. I love that book because she kind of helps you analyze feelings a little bit more. Yeah. But I mean, like you're still feeling your emotions, but she's kind of helping you understand when you feel anger about something, is it truly anger or do you feel disappointed that someone hurt you? Yes. It's kind of like breaking down, understanding why you feel what you feel and what that actually means. So like if you're angry about something, are you actually just disappointed? Are you upset about something because you were, you know, disappointed someone behaved a certain way or whatever, you know, the situation is kind of understanding why it upsets you in the first place, I think is really important in helping you kind of let go. I love that. And I think it goes back to our whole conversation about feeling your feelings, because that's such a good point because everyone nowadays, this is, this is my take on it. So Mm -hmm. it's not going to be perceived probably correct by everyone, but everyone nowadays is either like frustrated and upset or happy maybe on the other side, but we're not getting to the root of our emotions like you're talking about from this book. So someone might be upset, but they might be upset or frustrated because they're sad or because they're disappointed. And we're not asking those why questions to get to those emotions. It's just, I'm upset and frustrated. I'm taking it out on the world. But but maybe if I ask myself why, I could realize that I'm sad and focus on, you know, feeling those feelings and getting over it. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah, we're yeah. not getting to those feelings anymore. We're just numbing those feelings and going through life and burning out. Right. No, I, and I, I think an example of that would be, for me, when I used to, like, argue with someone, like yeah. a family member, I would be so upset that I would just start crying. Yep. And I was just like, and they're like, what's wrong? Like, why are you sad? I'm like, I'm not sad. My feelings are, I'm frustrated because I can't adequately 
like vocalize how I feel yeah. and it's not coming across correctly. So then it just adds on this whole other layer of frustration mm-hmm. that I always just thought I was just angry and yeah. I was so angry. I was crying. And I was like, that's not really how I feel. I don't blame you. So it's uh, again, understanding what you're actually feeling and the why. Yeah. And then learning how, like knowing when you need to let it go. So to your yeah. point, like if it's really holding up and it's all that you think about and you can't yeah. focus or move, like do other things that that's kind of probably the tipping point of got to move on. Got to move on. Something to go forward with this such topic. I know we broke it out into maybe people or relationships, maybe it's situations or past traumas mm-hmm. and then some positive outcomes of doing so. But if we dive into the people in the relationship part, I know, I know this quote, you know, this quote, it's a pretty well-known quote, but People or relationships either come into your life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. Fully believe that. That's yep. happened with a lot of mine. Um, you're a lifetimer. Sorry to say, you're just going to have to stick around. I guess we're going to have to get matched. I guess we're going to make it like real. We have <laughs> talked about this. Guys, I know. one time I gave Viv a doubles tattoo idea, and it was a sun and a moon. And she goes, which one would you like? And I go, obviously the sun. She goes, thank God, because I wanted to be the moon. <laughs> I was like, I did not want a sun on my body. Not that I'm against it, but it was just so our personality. I'm like, no. which one did you want? Yeah, you're like scared to ask because. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, you're a lifetimer, but a season, a reason, or a lifetime. That has helped me in so many ways because if I get to a point with a friendship, a relationship, anything where it's becoming super stressful, I'm thinking about it too much. I'm so worried about how this person's perceiving me or how the relationship is. I'm walking on eggshells. It's too much. We only have so much life to live and so much brain capacity, and I'm probably dealing with it like 90% of my brain capacity. I need to let this go. This needs to not be my focus. I need to focus on other things. There's so much more in life to think about. And maybe this person is only a season or a reason and not a lifetime. So why am I so focused? It's probably the people pleaser in me, let's be honest. Yeah. But so focused on this relationship and making it, making it work when it's not even... A relationship or a person that's gonna be so life altering for me. And I think there there might be like two parts to that. One could be that you feel like when you have to let something go that you failed. Yep. That's not true. You didn't fail. Like yeah. you again, to your point, you learned something about it. But feeling like when you go through a breakup with friends or a relationship, like you failed. Like yeah. there was either you failed or there was something wrong with you. There's yep. one, there's probably nothing wrong with you. Yep. Two, it didn't work out because you guys weren't compatible or that you outgrew each other or, you know, whatever the situation may be. So I don't think people should take it as that they failed, I think would be kind of the biggest one. And two, the guilt of like, like you lost something. Yeah. Like it was like you, you feel bad because they're in your friend group or, you know, um, like your family already knows them or you're so like tied to their family at this point. But I think that you shouldn't live your life in guilt if it's not serving you. No. And I think if when you're living your life, people, I think what people don't do enough is kind of be selfish. Yes. I think it's kind of important. I think selfish gets a bad rap. Yeah. Because it's not, selfish is not a negative thing. I think like being greedy. Yes. There's a difference. selfish and bad. But I think being selfish for the sake of maintaining your mental health, your sanity. Absolutely. Keeping your peace. You should always be selfish. Keeping your peace. It's so important. Uh, be selfish in that Be regards. selfish. 2023, be selfish. Be selfish. That's, Keep your peace. That's my goal. That's going to be selfish. That's my intention. That's my I'm a selfish girl. Separate intention? Selfishness. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm totally kidding. But, you know, yeah. I think don't let the guilt hold you back. 
Yeah. Um, and be kind of selfish and do what's best for you to keep your peace. Absolutely. Long story short. <laughs> Long story short. Our second section was talking about situations and past trauma, when to let those go. Something I've been thinking about a lot is if you dwell so much on the past, you're likely to mentally stay there. If I am so focused on a fight, I, this isn't even a real example, but like a fight I had with someone or how I did on a work project or something that like didn't go well. Mm-hmm. If I am so focused on that, that's going to take up all of my mental space. I'm probably going to manifest a similar relationship in the future because I'm so focused on that. Yeah. And you have no way to get past that. The only thing we get from the past is the learnings we can take from those events mm-hmm. and how to grow and how to be better. That's the only thing we can take from that. If, if we're going to dwell on the past, we're going to be stuck there. I fully believe that. And this is something that one, my godmother always preaches and I think is so important. And two, what I also recently read in yeah. The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Love it. Plug the, the book, book again. Um, another plug. But it has to do with the fact of learning whatever it is that is the problem, the situation, yep. thinking about it from a third party oh, objective idea. and figuring out what is yep. physically out of your control yep. and what is physically within your control. I love this like, practice. Out of my control is, for example, there's too much going on with work and yep. my manager's like offloading and like all my team is out of office. Like yep. that's not really in my control Can't that my team's anything. out of office. But what is in my control is I can tell my manager, hey, I have too much on my plate. I also need help. I'm happy to do these things, but can you help me deprioritize something? Or those are actions that I can physically take to kind of get over the situation. I know that was kind of oversimplification of it. No, I love that. That's definitely, yeah. Or like, if you think about like past, if I think about like my past relationships and maybe Mm -hmm. one that didn't go so well, like what was physically out of my control was that the guy that I was seeing was physically out of the country. Yeah, that's not... Yeah. What was like? What was I like expecting? Yeah. To, you know, and I wouldn't say like it was like a fail per se. I mean, yeah. I learned a lot from it, so I don't view it that way. But like, I can control that they're out of the country. What I can control is knowing: is this something I still want to pursue? Is yeah. this person worth it? Is and I hate saying is someone worth it? You know. Yeah. But in it's the a long, relationship worth it. It's yeah. not the person. The person is always you know worth right. But it's just like, did this relationship truly serve me? Yeah. Or is it their potential that I built up? Yeah. So it's, you know, I think really focusing on what you can change and like letting go of what you can't change versus dwelling on it. Totally. I think that's in that same vein, figuring out your core values and sticking to those will help you so much in what to let go of and what to, if your core value is like truthfulness and kindness If someone in your family is spreading some shitty ass family drama and it's about you, who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? Yeah. If you value the truth and kindness, I don't interact with that shit. Yeah. I don't care if they're your best friend or whoever, like part of your family. I don't fucking care. Yeah. If that's not what you value, then don't let that burden you more than it should. Sophie says, quote it. 
I love it. Thanks. And also the truth will always come out. We oh, talked yeah. about this in last season. Karma is a bitch. Yes. Both good and negative karma. Yeah. So shit will always just come around. Something that I dwell on, and I'm going to use a loose example because, I, you know, it's an actual example from my life. So we're not going to use actual names or circumstances. But this person that I know is known for spreading drama. Yeah. Like just known. Everyone in said group that I'm talking about knows that. And when something comes out from said person about drama, about people I know, whether it be me or someone else, everyone kind of, you know, dwells on it, freaks out about it, takes it to heart. But then I'm like, why? If you already know this person is known for spreading drama and creating these things and you don't value what they're about, why do you care what they think of you and what they're spreading about you. Yeah. So, and if people believe that, that's something about those other people. Yeah. So just an example of ways to try to think back on what you value and let go of things. It might be extremely hard. I know that as a people pleaser for me, I'll use that example. That's super hard. If someone were to attack my character in a rumor or something like that, that would be very hard for me to get over and hard for me to try to let go because I'd want to control that and defend myself. But at the end of the day, if I'm proud of myself and the people I love know who I am, then who the fuck cares what this third party nobody has to say? Right. Anyway, that was a long example, but... And I think nothing feels better, like more satisfying or like scary on the flip side is someone who is silent when they're kind of in the face of someone spreading a rumor about them. Totally. Because when you're silent, you show them with your action instead and that's the scariest thing because the person who's spreading the rumor A, won't see it coming because you were so quiet about it. But B, like everyone physically saw the action of it. So like that person's word would no longer hold any value for anyone. The worst is probably when you try to defend and defend and defend and defend and then you're overpouring whatever and they're like you know obviously whatever you know there's a lot of going on but I think that's when some I'm you know trying to learn to let go and trying to advocate for other people to let go because other people's opinions really don't mean as much as the opinion you hold of yourself exactly Uh, I wanted to talk about those positive outcomes that come from letting go and moving on from some of these situations or relationships or people number one for me is that less mental space taken up by trying to make it work or be right As you probably heard from the first episode, one of my intentions for 2023 is wellness, all things wellness. And a big part of that is mental health and being meditative. I think having less mental space being taken up by trying to be right and trying to control is huge for me. This year, I'm definitely trying to do more of listening to listen instead of listening to respond. That's huge. I see that everywhere. And it's so right because... You'll have conversations with people and you'll hear something they say and you automatically go, oh, this is what I want to say next. Like, just finish your gosh darn sentence because this is what I want to say to hear yourself speak. But there's so many good things that come from just listening to listen and you have less mental space of trying to say the right thing next or trying to always have the answers. Yeah. And I, one thing I want to add to that before I talk about another positive outcome, yeah. in my opinion, is to, to listen to listen is oh, so yeah. important. And it's so hard to do. Like, I'm guilty of it all oh, the yeah. time. But what I've noticed, one of my mentor does. Yeah. And I, I picked up on it, and I've heard the, like, the advice before. Yeah. But it's just like, it's the first time I saw it in practice. Actually, yeah. And I just like really consciously like noticed was... When I voice something, instead of him providing me a solution, a recommendation, he goes, tell me more about that. Yeah. And what is your thought on that? How do you feel about that? Yeah. It was just like kind of questions of like, tell me more. 
And it's just like, you kind of let that person vocalize everything. What are you doing about it? That person will kind of come up with their own solution. And it shows that you're kind of listening and letting them work out the problems. It's just like, this is what you, I think you should be doing. Yep. I love that. Super important because it's hard to like know how to just listen and how to respond. Because you also, like if someone was telling me something very like upsetting about their life, like I struggle because I don't know what to say to make them feel better. Like that's what I want. You're an empathetic person. I think that's great to have. You know, you're trying to be there for them. You're trying to offer that advice because we think it's helpful. I mean, but it's not like, but it's also like I didn't have to try to like, you know, make them feel better. It's just like I should have just listened and let them like process versus like, I'm sorry. I think maybe this like could help you, you know, something that I don't know if you do this and you've probably seen a TikTok about it. I still have TikTok deleted guys. Thank you for being my accountability partner for that. (laughs) Um, is asking the person if you're comfortable, you know, maybe you've had a good relationship built up with them is, do you want a solution or do you want me to listen? Yes. Super helpful because in some points you just want to vent in a positive way. You know, you, sometimes people just need to vent and that that's super helpful to be able to be heard. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you want a solution after that, or maybe you want solutions right away. Maybe it's something you need to act on. Mm-hmm. You need help right away. Uh, but acting as asking that conversation starter is helpful yes. too. I love that. Um, but you wanted to talk about the other positive outcome, right? Yes. I don't think I wrote this I didn't write this one down. Oh, I did. Um, so oh, this well. one you wrote down. But like yeah. the one I'm thinking is that when you let something go, it's kind of like when one door closes, another one opens. Yes. And so like, for example... I think that's exactly what I was getting at in this next one. So keep going with this Okay. One. I was going to use your example okay, yeah. of like... Because it's just what I thought of. Yeah. Was, for example, I know at one point we were both like looking for a promotion, yeah. right? And we won't go into the drama. Yeah. But we know the drama of what yeah. happened. But it was just like... That felt like kind of the end all or be all, yeah. you know, or like I, if I talk about my example, I asked for a raise yeah. at one point at my old job and it was just like, it felt like this end all be all situation. Yeah. Did things work out? No, we both got a no and it's okay, but yeah. we, we did our job of asking. Yeah. And then but, that door was fully closed. So we had to look for a new different door. one open. Yes. A better door. A, a better gold door. door. A golden door <laughs> with our names on it. Yep. And crazy how one happens right after the other. Right. It's almost like I asked you for help or something. <laughs> wink, wink. Wink, wink. Asking for help. Um, yeah. But I think that's kind of the biggest part of letting go is also like, for example, if you're talking about a relationship, if you don't let go of the past relationship and fully moved on and healed from it, the next relationship you jump in on yeah. is not going to turn out like this amazing butterfly, I don't know, moment. You have to like let it go completely. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to do this new relationship, this new person, an injustice of, like, either comparing about them to the last person or bringing yep. whatever trauma you had from your last relationship onto this new one. I love that. So A quote that I heard, and people are going to come at me. Well, not going to come at me. People are going to be like, <laughs> why would you quote this person? But Kris Jenner. And she said, if you're hearing no, you're asking the wrong person. Yes. And I really do love that because... Speaking of letting and go, and she's a wonderful on, she, she is. Woman. She's kicking ass. I mean, she started her this big career in her fifties, and she's living large. Like the yeah. Kardashians do work. Like I, regardless I of what your opinions are yeah. on them, I mean, you you can argue that they are successful yeah. in whatever it is that they actually do it's because true. they make a shit ton of money, yeah. and that's kind of their goal. Yeah, which is fair. Which is fine. They're successful yeah. at their goal. Yeah. Um, but her quote, yeah, you know, if you're hearing no, you're asking the wrong person. I love that because. If you, like Viv and I, hear no and that's not satisfactory to you, you have to be able to 
move on and let go of that. Even if it seems like a perfectly fine opportunity that you're in now, you have to go out and ask different people and maybe you'll get a better yes than your current situation. And I don't know if you and I talked about this or where this memory's from, but I, I was talking about this either with you or someone where... What if I were to tell you that you're one no away from million yes. dollars? Yes. No, we talked about this because Ed Milet, my favorite yes. guy, yes. and I'm reading his book now. It's called The Power of One More. Yes. It's where what if you're one decision away from making it? Or like, yeah. like you said, like one, one no, no from, your, from yes. your yes. Uh, one email away from signing that new client or one gym session away from like pushing your PR. Yeah. You know, what if you're one away and it's either today, it's either one day or day one, like today's day one. And you have to, you have to think about the power of there's just one more. So every day, just do one more rep, send one more email, you know, call one more person, say, say hi to one person or give another person a smile or sell someone. I love you. Yeah. One away from making a huge difference. And I also think too, why no's aren't bad is that I think that what's meant for you will be for you. Yes. But I don't want people to take that as like, oh, like I was never meant to be X because yeah. like, I'm not X. You know, it's like you should always take steps and action towards whatever it is that you're mm-hmm. trying to achieve, trying to become whatever. But just because you get like one no, it yeah. could mean that that one opportunity was not the right opportunity yep. for you to reach your outcome. Absolutely. But then the next opportunity might be an even better one. Like maybe you get paid more, maybe yep. whatever it is, but that, that newer opportunity, cause you got to know your next yes, whatever was probably yep. what was meant for you. Maybe totally. it was so much better and you just didn't realize it. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I right? know, but it's just such a peaceful thing to feel is that like, no's don't stress me out anymore because I'm like, that wasn't meant to be mine. It wasn't meant to be mine. It's fine. Or I'm asking the wrong person. Yeah, I'm asking the wrong person. I'll ask someone Go else. find your yes. Go find your yes. Go find the thing that you actually want to hold on to and not dwell on the things you need to let go and move on from. Yes. And do you want to go through the last point that you wrote on there? Another positive outcome of letting go and moving on? Yeah. To end the episode, I think it's just positive to have the ability to be yourself and think about what you want. Yes. Not letting go and moving on from things allows that to be your mental focus instead of what you really should be focusing on in life, which is the present, which is focusing on your dreams and your hopes and the relationships you have and the people you love and what you want to prioritize. If you let all of the stuff that's clouding your mind and judgment be your focus, you're going to be stuck in that. I think that's what, for me at least, perpetuates my anxiety and my overwhelm and all of the things of that nature. If you're able to let that stuff go and move on from that overwhelm, you'll be able to push forward into what you really want to think about and what you want to be. I love that. Make more rooms for the things that matter. Hell yes. Well, we'll leave you guys with that. Leave you with that and we'll see you in the next episode. Talk soon. Bye. Make sure to subscribe and listen in when new apps come out every week.